Shalom Aleichem, everybody. We are continuing with the halachot of Borei Pri Ha'etz, Borei Pri Adama. Or more correctly, how do we define something uh, as Borei, as a tree, or something as a, what we call today, a vegetable? And we have many, many uh, different ramifications. Uh, one of them, or two of them, are two ramifications on Torah Dinim. That is Orla. We know if it's a tree, the first three years, you're not allowed to eat fruit, uh, fruit of a tree. Also, there are certain prohibitions regarding kilayim, mixing species. That are, those two dinimot doraita uh, prohibitions. So if we were to define a papaya plant as a tree, right, then the fruit of the papaya plant for the first three years would actually be asur, Midoraita as part of the prohibition of Orla. However, if we were to define it as a plant not considered a tree, then on a Doraita level, there's no Orla. On a rabbinic level, and that's our topic uh, for today and that we've been discussing, is the halachot of Hilchot Prachot. Do we say a Borei Priya 8 or do we say a Borei Priya Dama? So I just want to give a very brief summary of what we saw uh, last week. And we find that the Gemara basically tells us uh, in the Gemara in Masechet Brachot that if the Gobza remains, it's considered a tree. And we found three different definitions of what that means. Uh, starting, let's take the, the maximal uh, opinion, that's the opinion of Rashi. In order for something to be considered a tree, it has to, or let's, let's start with the Rosh, let's work backwards. According to the tree, according to the Rosh, if I don't need to plow and plant the, the, the plant every year, that is enough to call it a tree. Meaning if the roots remain in the ground and every year it sprouts from a new, without me having to replant it, it's basically considered a tree. The Go'onim say, no, that's not good enough. Not only do I have to have the roots remain from year to year, the trunk of the tree also has to remain from year to year. But if the trunk of the tree withers, then it's considered for a priyadama. Comes along Rashi. Rashi says, not only do the roots have to remain, not only do the trunk, does the trunk have to remain, but the branches on the tree also have to remain. If the branches wither on a yearly basis, that is not good. That is not considered a tree. Those are the three definitions that we found in the Gemara in Masechet uh, in, in, in Talmud Babli. Um, and we saw that the Shulchan Aruch basically ruled according to the Go'onim. As long as the trunk remains, it's considered, a, uh, it's considered a tree. But if the trunk withers, then it's not considered a tree. And uh, we would say, there are two more definitions that we saw. One of them is based on the Tosefta and the uh, Tosefta and the Yerushalmi. And that is basically, uh, they, they say, they have different descriptions, but it's, it's the similar in that both of them are, are focusing on a botanical structure of a tree. Meaning the, they are focusing that if the plant, if the fruit come from the roots, as opposed to from, uh, from somewhere else, from the branches, then it's considered for a priyadama, but if it comes from the trunk or et cetera, 
then that would be, be a very pre-aids. Um, the the uh, Tosefta seem to say that also if it's got one major stem, then it's a, a tree, but if it's got many little branches, then it's a bush, and then it will be Boreipriyadama. Those two definitions, it's not clear where they are, uh, how they fit in halachically. Meaning, we saw the opinion of Shulchan Aruch, they basically paskin like the Go'onim. However, the Ramad does add these opinions in certain uh, scenarios. And that's, uh, let's just, and, and then there's a fifth, a fifth definition, and that is the definition of the Radbaz. The Radbaz comes to Israel, and he sees that the eggplant, which according to his definition, basically uh, should, be, should be a tree, but no one's worried about Orla. Uh, and similarly, papaya, but no one's worried about Orla. And he comes up with this chidush. The Radbaz says that it can't be that it is a tree if it gives fruit within the first year. Any tree that gives fruit within the first year, by definition, it's not a tree. Where did the Radbaz get that? Not so clear. Meaning it's not clear that that has a makar in the Talmudim of Babli Yerushalmi or the Sifri Sifre. That's a huge Kiddush of the Radbaz, but that is also an opinion. Okay, let's jump. Now that we've given that uh, a very quick summary, I just want to bring a few halachalamaise. Here is uh, a papaya. So let's read the Radbaz. The Radbaz says, He's talking about the eggplant. Why is no one worried about Orla? Everyone's just eating it and it's, it's simple. That according to everyone, an eggplant is, is, is a vegetable. We know that if I don't know if a plant is Orla within the first three years or not. So here there's a big dis distinction. In Chutzlaret, Safek Orla is Mutar. Even that doesn't mean that Orla in Chutzlaret is the Rabbanan. It's the Orite, but there's a special dim. Safek Orla in Chutzlaret, Lichora is a Safek Dorite, but there's a special heter to be lenient. And therefore, basically, any fruit in, in Chutzlaret, again, as long as it's not uh, um, flown in from, from uh, imported from Israel, you don't have to worry about Orla. You don't have to worry about Orla and obviously Truma and Masa, etc. But Orla, you also don't have to worry about. That's Pashut, that you don't have to worry about Truma and Masa. That's not Shayach in Chutzlaitz. But Orla is Shayach in Chutzlaitz. But you don't know. You don't know if this is uh, Chutzlaitz or not. Sorry, this is Orla or not. We have a cloud. Safek Orla in Chutzlaitz, you can be Michael. However, However, when it comes to Safik Orla in Eretz Yisrael, we have to be Mahmi. So said the Radbaz, I don't understand. We've got an eggplant. No one's asking, is this from the first three years, from afterwards? And therefore, he says like this. We don't have any species of trees. That you plant the, the seed. And all of a sudden, you've got, you've got a fruit in one year. Therefore, by definition, this is called a yerek. 
Philae Cloyd. It's a chidush of the Radbaz, very logical chidush, but it's not necessarily uh, uh, based on a makar. In terms of uh, a makar of Rishonim and, 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 and uh, earlier. So is that opinion of the Radbaz accepted? So let's see. Yalkut Yosef says, pre-papaya, I have a papaya tree. It literally is, is within, it's still within the first three years. And it's probably over five meters high. It's unbelievable how this thing has grown. There's probably, and I'm not exaggerating, in the last two years, there have probably been over 200 papayas uh, from that tree. It's, it's just unbelievable. Dinor um, Kadinyerek says the Yalkut Yosef, this thing's grown five meters high within two years, but it's got a thing of a, of a vegetable. And therefore, it's Borei Priyalama, Chatzilim, and the eggplant, Mavartim, and Borei Priyalama. And therefore, theoretically, I could have had lots of papayas over the last two years. However, the, the Ashkenazim seem to be more machmi. After Poskim Asvorim, she papaya dinoka pre, legabe orla, or. And now comes, says Ravosna, although. They are, we are machmir, at least Ashkenazim, that the papaya tree regarding a dindor right of orla, we treat it as a tree, and then we cannot use the fruit. Because it's a, a safek, because as we saw, whenever there's a safek between, if it's an eitz or adama, you go down to the lowest common denominator, that's the adama that covers the eitz. As well. Stop. Bezrat Hashem. Next year, I'll be able to make an adama on my uh, on my papaya that's growing. But right now, I'm treating it as a tree, and I can't touch the fruit, unfortunately. And a big suffix. Should I tell all the svarim in the community to come and get the fruit from the papaya? Um, that will, uh, that's an interesting shayla, right? Okay. But let's uh, move on. Um, the last. A uh, complicated topic is I want to talk about granadilla for those who are South African, for those who are not South African, passion fruit. Okay, passion fruit, uh, or in Hebrew, the passiflora. What is the din of this passiflora? Explain the Yakutiyaset. Semach a passiflora. Enoni donkates. We don't view it as a tree. Elekiyerek. We view it as a vegetable. Velachem enoek, but semach ze din orla. It doesn't have a din of orla. And therefore, you also go after picking it. Um, you got to separate it like vegetable. That's the din of the Yakut Yosef. There are Ashkenazi poskim that hold that not passiflora might be considered a tree. Therefore, you cannot eat it in the first three years. Problem is, is that passion fruit after the first three years doesn't really grow anymore. So it's a big, complicated topic, what to do with passion fruit. Many, many Ashkenazi poskim are machmir regarding passion fruit legamri. Because they, they hold that mistoma, the passion fruit that you're going to see in the shops, is within the first three years. And you have to be machmir that it's a problem of orla, and therefore you can't eat it. So that is the balagan regarding passion fruit. Okay. Let's move on to another topic completely, and this is regards all fruit and vegetables, and this is 
what bracha do I say when I crush or puree my fruit or my vegetables and I've got my, my uh, vegetable soup? What I do, what bracha do I make? How do I make the bracha? Let's see what's going on over here. So we'll see that this is really a machloket between what seems to be the Shulchan Aruch and Rashi, sorry, the Rambam and Rashi, and the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam. But let's see from the two sugyas in Masechet Brachot. Masechet Brachot gives us two examples. Amarab, this is the Gemara in Masechet Brachot, Taflamet Vav. Amarab, Hai Hamleta Da'atya Mivei Hindui. So this type of ginger, right, coming from India, what do you do with it? You make a brocha borei priyadama. So this ginger, which seems to be borei um, priyadama, that's all it says. And then it says in brachot lamedchet kilchata tamre va'abdinu tarima. You had a date, and we made it into tarima. Tarima is like you. you, you we're not sure what terim is. But let's just say, we took a date and turned it into terima. So what bracha do we say? We still make a borei priyayit. My timer. They remain in the original form or state. So we have two examples. A borei priyadama and a borei priyayit. Both of them, the Gemara says the brocha remains borei priyayit or borei priyadama, and the reason given by the Gemara is the miltayu kara. What does that mean? Says Rashi. Rashi says v'shem terima. What was this? You took a date, you turned it into terima. What was terima? Kol davar hakatush ketzat ve'eno merusak. Rashi says. It is crushed a bit, but it is not pureed. And that distinction is going to be critical. I take a date, I take out the pip, I crush it, I maybe want to put a, a nut in it or whatever it is, but it's not purified, meaning it still has a certain form that retains its original status. That is how Rashi understands the word terima. Terima means that it's just a squash date, but it's not a purified date. Let's see the Trumatadeshin. Trumatadeshin, Rapisalan, was asked regarding jam. Shela, I can't read that word, but it's uh, some Latvia, Riga, or whatever it is. Sheosin, me good Gedaniot, Shekorin, Vachshilan, right? So what you do is you take the cherry and you cook it to turn it into a, 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 until it is basically disintegrates and you turn it into a jam. What do we say this is a new product or Says the Trumata Deshin. Yir'eh, Lepum, Hamash Ma'ut, Tzarek Lebarech Alav, Borei Priyayetz. 
according to the simple understanding, we should say, Borei Pre'aitz, Omnam. However, then says the Trumat Adeshev, hold on a second. Idaikinam Beperush Rashi, we go back to how Rashi defined the word Terima. It is only squashed, crushed a bit, but not purified. Mashma, that implies. Do you have a merusakin arbe? It was completely purified. According to the Trumat Adeshen, Rashi is telling us that if it is completely purified, the brocha now becomes shehakol. Now that ginger, why do we say it retained its borei alama? It seemed like the ginger was completely crushed. So according to that logic, why would we say a borei alama? If it's completely crushed, it should be basically, we should say shehakol. Explains the Trumat Adeshin, his second Chidush. This, this truth of the Trumat Adeshin is, 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 is fundamental in terms of halakha because this is a Trumat Adeshin that many, many, including the Ramah, Paskan. Um, uh, okay. So he says, the Humalta, Lomar, Mishum, what did the what did the um just say? Because this is how ginger is usually eaten, it is crushed and purified to the extent that it can, you can't see it anymore. But that is the way that ginger is eaten. That is called as if it kept its original form. As opposed to, let's take the date. The date, people eat the dates. I eat dates in their natural form. You can't say that dates are usually eaten only when they're purified. So whenever there's a suffix, he says it's not clear to him, but we should say, if we want to summarize the Trumat Adeshin, he comes out with two very important rules. Rule number one, anything that is purified completely turns into a shakal. Rule number two, unless that is the way it is usually eaten. If that is the way it is usually eaten, then it retains its original brocha. Uh, for, for, for people who don't know, in uh, South Africa, the staple food for many of the, of the, in the, in the, in the native, in the countryside, is called millipap. Millipap is basically corn flour. Corn flour. But a mamish, it looks like flour. Um, and they make it into like a, like a, a, a thick, a thick um, paste. Um, it's like and you, you eat it like um, you can eat it with your hands almost. It's, it becomes like a, a thick, thick porridge, um, but it's it's not it's not liquid at all. Basically, it's 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 almost like mashed potatoes but thicker. So, according to the Trumat tradition, it's been completely purified. You can't see that this comes from a corn at all. However, 
in South Africa, since that is the staple way of eating, so one of the poskim that are in South Africa says, you say, because that is the way it is eating based on this Trumatadeshen. Okay. So if we've seen the Chiddush of the Trumatadeshen, he's basically explaining Rashi. So Rashi is telling us anything that is purified, it loses its usual bracha and becomes Sheakol, adds the Trumatadeshen the Chiddush, unless that is the way this plant is you this fruit or vegetable is usually eaten okay let's see the rambam the rambam on the other hand is like this the rambam took the gemara in its very literal sense i took a date i turned it into terima what does that mean explains the rambam if you basically take uh, date honey, you turn it at Shiakol. Aval Tmarim Shem Achan Beyad, Otsi Garinim Shelen, Vasaan Kamo Isa. However, if you just took out the pip and you squashed it and you turned it into some type of paste, paste could be like a jam, the Varchelent Hilpreaites. According to the Rambam, you would still say Barapriates, even though it's not recognizable at all. It's completely purified. But basically, it remains that is what the food is. If you ask me what it is, it's 10 dates that have just been purified. 10 dates completely purified. According to the Rambam, it's still going to be a Barapriates. So, this is going to be our machloket between Rashi and Rambam. According to Rashi, dates are not usually purified, i.e., dates. As they are. So we're not going to apply the principle of the Trumatadeshen. So if I go and I purify them and they completely lose their form, I'm going to say a Shehakal. The Rambam, on the other hand, says, no, you took dates. They were dates. They're still dates. They've just been purified. In such a case, um, in such a case, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say a Bore Pri Ha A. Okay. Interesting, the argument between the Rambam and the, uh, the Rambam and the uh, and, and the true tradition is as follows. What's the source of the argument? Purifying does not change the essence of the fruit. Therefore, the fruit, the bracha remains the same. But according to the Trumatadeshin and his understanding, which is basically Rashi, is in his camp. The question is what people view it. Meaning, I'm not looking at intrinsically. Has anything changed? Intrinsically, it was a date. It's got the same, I don't know, I would say DNA, but I don't know what, the, what you would call it. The same properties. It's just squashed. It's purified. It's the same thing. So it's a fruit. However, according, according to the, the Trumatadesh, it says, says Rav Malamed, Nachon, if you look at it objectively, but the bracha is based on how people view it. People don't view this a date. People view this 
a purified, uh, a puree drink. I'm having my shake for the morning, right? I'm not having a date, I'm having a shake. And because of that, it should be a shakal near bidbaru. Okay, how do we pass it? Halach l'maise. No surprises over here. Shulchanar chorachayim, siman reish bet. Tmarim, shem miachan. The tmarim, shem miachan, biyad. So you, you ground them. So you took out the, the pips and you, you turned it into a paste. Shulchan Aruch is basically accepting the shita of the Rambam. Comes along the Rambam. Ulefize uh, huadin what the word is lats vorer anikra Pafidla, or something like that. Some pafidla. So says the Ramah, is to go. Because it's a sapek, I would go with the shita of the Trumat Adeshin and Rashi. But basically, in this case, we're going to say Ashahakul. But if a person did say Abarayat, so then I'm not going to say that it was a Brachal of because according to the Rambam, that is the correct Bracha, and therefore, you'd say, according to Svardim, who passed like the Shokhanarach, on a shake, on a, a purified date shake, they would say Asher Borei Priyayet. And Ashkenazim would say Shekol. This is the Mishra Bura. So what the Mishra Bura. Uh, now, when do we say that according to the Ramah, whenever I purify something, it becomes a, a Shekol? Let's see the Mishra Bura. Not so clear, okay? Some say they're only arguing on this thing called pafidla. Only when it's completely purified. You can't view a, a, a date in any shape or form yet. In such a case, you say shakol. Aval bedina mechaber demari v'tzmarim shenitrasku shenikar toar tsuratan. But if you can still see the shape of the fruit, afshem mitraskin legamre, even though they've been purified completely. Not sure how you do that. You purify it completely, and you can still see the shape. Not sure what he's talking about. In such a case, modem avarich borei priyates. I would think that that's. I don't know what that scenario is. I don't think that's a, a complete pure puree, or maybe I'm getting, uh, I'm not sure what he's talking about because I would think that that's not considered completely uh, pureed, but apparently there is such a thing. It's completely pureed, but it still keeps its shape. The Yeshmeim Sofrim, the Yeshmeim Pligi Gamadina Bachabeh, even regarding this, the Sviru, the Kaman, the Nistrasku, the Gamre Barashako. Although it, you can kind of see that it's got a shape because it's been pureed completely, you say shakol. What's the bottom line? 
We go like the Shulchan Aruch. The Hechad the Mamashan Kayam. That where the essence is still intact. Lo nishtanet pirchatan. Oh, then the bracha is still b'ray pre'ayetz. V'rak v'pavidla. She'ibed kol tzurato. But if it loses all of its tzura, its shape, lo nikar klalmau, and you can't see what it is, l'chathchila she'akol. In such a case, it will be she'akol, according to the Ramah. Okay, the because of the symbolic. Okay, so what what basically I think it's quite clear that any type of shape that we're going to make clearly it loses its its uh, its. Uh, I, I'm actually not. I'm quite confused about this first definition that it can be completely purified, but it still retains its shape. I'm not. I'm not sure how, how that is. What is clear to me is any type of shape that we make. According to the Ramah, it's definitely going to be a shackle. Okay, let's read. Sorry. Oh, okay. Let's read the halacha uh, of Rav Yisrael Pinchas Bodner, and he says as follows Fruits or vegetables which are mashed. Okay, so maybe that's what we're talking about mashed potatoes. Chopped, ground, strained, pureed, or cooked to the extent that they no longer retain their original form or appearance, are no longer subject to Borepria 8 or Borepria Raman, the broch of Azach Atom is Shehakol. For example, the broch of strawberry or cherry jelly is Shehakol because the jelly has neither the physical form nor the appearance of the original fruit. So now the question would be what would be the deal of mashed potatoes? It's not so clear. Let's skip to the Mishnabura over here as follows. Perush. Since we're talking about something mashed, although it's completely purified, since it's mashed, since it has some retaining of its uh, original form, you say Barei Pri Ha'etz or Adama, depending on what it is. arad apple. That's a potato. Mashed potatoes. So that is the first case that the Mishaburah was talking about. The first case is if we're talking about a mashed potato, that is seemingly retains its original uh, um, uh, state, and that would basically have a din of borei pri adama uh, in the case of in the case of um, what's it called? Um, uh, what am I saying? In the, in the case of mashed potatoes. Okay, let's read the pitkei kumot. Right? And even if you add some salt and, 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 and some uh, oil, etc. Meaning, you're still going to say the broch of However, then it goes into our shahako. So then that's a different product altogether. Okay, what about falafel? Falafel is basically made of chickpeas. So, question. 
על כדורי פלאפל נוהגים לברך שהכל. לברוך על פלאפל יש שהכל. ואף שעיקרון מחומוס, אם לא, it's made from חומוס ולא נתרסק לגמרי, it hasn't been completely pureed, כיוון שמערבים בו במרכיבים נוספים ולא ניכר על מראה ותעמו שהוא חומוס. You can't see, it doesn't seem to retain any of its original form, ברכתו שהכל. However, if you said an Adam, I Okay. Um, what about Ochel Salat Chumus? Even though it's been ground legamre, Kevan Shakol Yodim Shu Chumus, Mavarech, Borekri Adama. And this could be, I think, for two reasons. Either the Shit of the Rambam, but even according to the Trumat Adeshin, which is the Rambam. Since this is the way people eat the salat pumos, there's a good swarat to say that in this case you would say borei priyalama on a salat pumos. Okay, um, let's let's uh, just look at the uh, this last case of corn-based uh, food. Okay, this is your classic corn flakes. If they take corn and basically either they, they uh, what, what they do is they crush it or they puff it up. If they crush it completely and then remake it to the point where you can't see its original form, you can't taste that this is, is corn. Even if they made for this purpose, in such a case, you make a shakol niyabidvaro. Now that law sentence said, they're doing it for this purpose. Doesn't make a difference. You might have thought that according to the Trumat Adeshen, maybe in such a case, you would still retain the break around the He says no. And definitely they reconstitute it and create their things. However, Some of them add flour. What I know is there's a big difference, oh, it says it over here, between Telma cornflakes and Kellogg's cornflakes. Telma cornflakes, they basically crush it to the point where it becomes a complete flower, and then they reconstitute it. When they reconstitute it, it's clearly got nothing to do with the, the, the original thing. As opposed to Kellogg's, Kellogg's basically just dry the, the, the corn, and it still can be considered the original thing. And therefore, on Kellogg's corn flakes, you say Adama, whereas on Telma, you would say Sheakal. That is, uh, that is, I think, brought down here as well. Yeah. He says, Rav David Herman of Starkei says that basically Kellogg's, you say Adama, but on Telma, you would say Sheakal. Okay. Um, what about avocado and uh, and eggplant? So says Al avocado shenimach. You take avocado and you 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 mash it. 
‫הואיל ולא התרסק לגמרי, ‫והמרקם המיוחד שלו נשאר, ‫סנסדזם היא קומפליטלי פיורפאד, ‫והאוריגינל סטייט עדיין ‫באיזשהו level retained. ‫אתה יודע, אם אתה לוקח אבוקדו ‫ומשתמש על הטוסט, ‫זה פחות סמלי ‫לאיך זה היה בפרוטה, ‫ואפילו אם הוסיפו לו בצל ולימון לטעמי, ‫ואם אתה מוסיף פפה ואוהל, ‫זה היה טוב. ‫לא נשתנה כל כך, ‫והכל מתייחסים אליו כאל אבוקדו. ‫אנשים לא קוראים לזה אבוקדו, ‫אנשים קוראים לזה אבוקדו, ‫ואז זה היה טוב בפרוטה. ‫על סלט חצילים העשוי ‫מחצילים מאוחים עם מיונז. ‫אג פלונט, ‫שאתה עושה עם מיונז, ‫כיוון שאין ‫אם סאצ'ה קייס, אם רצה לאכול ממנו לבדו, ‫בורא פרי אדמה. ‫מה לגבי משין פיוריד פרוט, ‫פיורי שאתה מפיר לבדים? ‫סאצ'ה קייס, שעקול. ‫וואי? ‫הואיל ועברו ריסוק גמור ‫ששינה את צורתם. ‫זה קומפלילי פיוריפייד, ‫נשתנה ברכתם. ‫ונותנו בתוך הרסק חתיכת פרי, So it's, it's, you'll still find like bits of jam that, are, that retain the original fruit. On these pieces, they haven't been completely purified. On that, you should say eights. Because of that, you also um, cover the, all the, the racing. That is the Pnei Halakha. Uh, okay. So that is, in summary, we've seen Borei Priyayets and Borei Priyadama, we've dealt with uh, what is defined as a tree, what is not defined as a tree, very, very complicated. There's not clear answers in the poskim, there are many different shitot. Um, and then even once we define it as a Borei Priyayets or Borei Priyadama, the question then comes, what do you do when you purify it or mash it? Does it retain its original Borei Priyayets or not? We saw that according to the Rambam, as long as it's got the same substance, you always say, The original bracha, according to Rashi and the Trumatodesh, and if it's completely purified, it would turn into a shakol, unless that is the general way it is actually eaten. If that's the general way in which it's actually eaten, even the Trumatodesh would agree that in such a case, it would retain its original bracha. And I said that is the case for those who are visiting South Africa. If you want to eat milipap, Lichora, the bracha would be Borei Priyadama and not Shehakol, even according to Ramah. Anyway, I want to wish everybody Chodesh Tov, Bezrat Hashem, Besorot Tovot, and uh, we'll send out a, a, an email when we'll be restarting the shearing. Okay. All right. Enjoy the holidays. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye.